Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 188, Honorius IV. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. Hey everyone, today's Pope was born in 1210 to a relatively new but up-and-coming noble Italian family. He was the son of a Roman senator and related to the Orsini family, who we've definitely met before. His name was Giacomo Savelli, and we know next to nothing about his early life, save that he was probably studied at the University of Paris for some time. While in Paris, he was appointed the canon of one of the churches there, and he was given the title of the rector of a church in Norwich, England, despite the fact that he never had been and never would go to England. This is something to note. It's going to play a larger role in episodes in the future. I've already kind of pointed to this. Clerics were starting to be given titles and jobs, but then would never spend any time actually doing those jobs. So they might be named the bishop of a diocese, collect the income from that diocese, and ostensibly rule it from afar, but never actually go there. And it's going to become a big problem down the road. And you might hold many of those titles, and you might never be actually ordained. You just get the income, and you get the title, and that's it. But for now, we're just going to mention it in passing. Now, at some point, he moved to Rome and served as a chaplain in the household of Cardinal John of Toledo, a Cistercian and an Englishman. He was later made the Cardinal Deacon of Santa Maria in Cosmedian by Pope Urban IV, most likely out of respect for the Orsini and Savelli families. He seems to have been an astute, curial cardinal and accumulated a lot of influence and property for his family while participating in some of the key diplomatic moments of the time, especially surrounding the ongoing conflict with Charles of Anjou. When Martin IV died in Perugia in 1285, the conclave that followed was short. It took four days for an unanimous election of Cardinal Giacomo, which happened on April 2, 1285. Now, by this point, he was an elderly man, at least 75 years old, and he was ridden with health issues and gout. And the story goes that he was so decrepit that when he said mass, he had to have a stool to sit on and prop him up and wooden poles to help hold up his hands when he had to elevate the host in the chalice. But the election was probably seen as necessary due to the conflict in Sicily surrounding the Sicilian Vespers, which we talked about last week. Charles of Anjou and his French forces had been violently expelled from Sicily, who had asked the papacy to take them under the pope's direct protection. But Martin IV refused and backed Charles. In the middle of all this, then Martin died, so it's plausible the cardinals wanted to get an election done quickly so they could have a firm hand on the tiller for what would come next. Cardinal Giacomo took the name Honorius IV and headed to Rome, where he was ordained a priest and then a bishop on May 20th, 1285. He spent a decent amount of time in uh, his papacy in Rome, which made the Romans happy and due largely to his family prowess and connections in Rome itself. But his most pressing concern was Sicily. Despite his Italian background, Pope Honorius continued the policy of his predecessor in supporting the Angevin, which was Charles of Anjou's family, their claims in Sicily. The problem was the reality was stacked against him. Charles was dead. His son, Charles II, was captured by the king of Aragorn in Spain. And Sicily was primarily in Spanish hands and would remain that way. Honorius tried to raise money for an army to help drive out the Spanish, but it just wasn't going to bear much fruit. King Pedro had died in the meantime, and his son James was crowned the king of Sicily. And James's mother Constance was the daughter of Manfred, who had been a ruler of Sicily before Charles of Anjou kicked him out at the papacy's request. And that gave them a little bit more legitimacy in their title. Eventually, everyone except the Pope saw the writing in the wall. 
Charles II signed an agreement with the Spanish giving up uh, his claims in exchange for freedom. Pope Honorius, however, he said it was invalid. And Edward I of England approached the Pope and King Alfonso of Aragon, uh, which was James's older brother, to bring about peace talks between the two. But that wouldn't be solved during Pope Honorius's pontificate because on April 3rd, 1287, the Pope died in Rome. He was buried originally in St. Peter's, but his tomb was moved to Santa Maria in Araceli, where it can still be seen today. He was succeeded by another relatively brief papacy, Nicholas IV, and we will talk about him next time. Thanks for listening to Habemus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com or find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you and God bless you.